The Bible Study Podcast, episode 530. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Judah and Israel with 2 Samuel 10. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I said we had three episodes of Good King David. We have four. I forgot about this particular chapter. We'll get into David and Bathsheba next week, so put a pin in that. But first, David defeats the Ammonites. And as we read this story, I want you to think about how many problems are caused by a leader's foolishness, by thinking that everybody thought the same way that he did, or by taking the advice that everybody thinks the same way. In the course of time, the king of the Ammonites died, and his son Hanun succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanun, son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Hanun concerning his father. When David's men came to the land of the Ammonites, the Ammonite commanders said to Hanun their lord, Do you think David is honoring your father by sending envoys to you to express sympathy? Hasn't David sent them to you only to explore the city and spy it out and overthrow it? So Hanun seized David's envoys, shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their garments at the buttocks, and sent them away. When David was told about this, he sent messengers to meet the men, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become obnoxious to David, they hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from Beth Rehob and Zobah, as well as the king of Makkah with a thousand men, and also 12,000 men from Tob. On hearing this, David sent Joab with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance of their city gate, while the Arameans of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there was battle lines in front of him and behind him. So he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and deployed them against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you were to come to my rescue. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come to rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight." Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arameans were fleeing, they fled before Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab returned from fighting the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they regrouped. Hadadazer had Arameans brought from beyond the Euphrates River, and they went to Helam with Shobak, the commander of Hadadazer's army, leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel, crossed the Jordan, and went to Helam. The Arameans formed their battle lines to meet David and fought against him, but they fled before Israel, and David killed 700 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also struck down Shobak, the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the kings who were vassals of Hadadazer saw that they had been routed by Israel, they made peace with Israel and became subject to them. So the Arameans were afraid to help the Ammonites anymore. So this all starts because of a misunderstanding, and let's face it, because of some stupidity. Stupidity in leaders is very 
very dangerous. And that's what happens here is David really does mean to show kindness to Hanun. And so he sends some people to just say, so sorry to hear your dad died. Maybe they bring flowers, maybe they bring chocolate. I don't know what if they bring gifts at all, but just basically sends the message to say, so sorry to hear about your dad. He was always good to me. But people put the word in the king's ear, do you think that David really means to honor him? Now, David should have a reputation by this time of being a pretty good man of his word. And also being someone you don't want to cross, because remember, God has been fighting for him, and everywhere he went, there's been success. So before you start doing this stupid, almost sophomoric prank, we're going to shave off half their beards and expose their buttocks. I mean, it's like frat boys are in charge of the country. It's a stupid idea that's going to get 40,000 people killed. You just think maybe you want to pause and think about what you're doing. He gets some very bad advice and he makes a very bad decision. And then he compounds his bad decision, right? He could have, when he realizes that he has done something terrible, he could have sent messengers instead to David and say, I'm sorry, we got this very bad advice. My generals were saying that you were just trying to spy out the land. I apologize. Here's a gift. Remember how when David goes and asks of Nabal to get some payment because they've been protecting his flocks, and Nabal sends back the messengers and insults them, but Abigail intercedes, intercedes with David and says, hey, I brought food, you know, so sorry, my husband's an idiot. Let's forget about this terrible thing that happened. The king had a chance to do that. Instead, he can't admit that he was wrong. And so he compounds his mistake and goes and gets other people, goes and gets three other countries to fight against David. All because he took some bad advice and made a bad decision. Right? We're going to get 40,000 people killed because of a bad decision. The effect of a bad decision in a leader, especially a leader who has so much power, is multiplicative. It, you, one bad decision times another bad decision gets just worse and worse. And so they go and they fight. It's interesting that we don't get David going the first time. We get David sending out Joab, and that's going to be interesting. Put a pin in that for next week. But David sends out Joab. Joab and his brother, remember, there used to be three brothers. One of them was killed in that infighting that happened between Judah and Israel. But he and his brother split the army in half. One's going to fight one, and one's going to fight the other. Well, the problem is that the Arameans have heard all of the wonderful success that David and his army has had. And so they don't stand. They basically draw up battle lines. They're going to fight, and they see that the David and his army aren't running away, so they run away. And it's not unwise to run away when the army that you're fighting has been having such great success. And then Hadadazar goes and gets some other Arameans to fight against David. So now the error is even compounded because it's not just the Ammonites who are fighting David, but the Arameans, even after they fled, come and fight again and lose more men. It's terrible to have a foolish leader. We see this in this chapter with the Ammonites. But we'll see in the next chapter and going on for a little ways that Israel is going to have the same problem 
that a leader's decision can make a big difference. So choose your leaders carefully. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, hello, Punis Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's Word, one verse at a time, to explore His will for your life and desire to draw closer to Him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search Your Daily Bible Verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.